Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coast champion Josh Kennedy, of course, an AFL life member and uh, all-round super shot at goal. If you wanted someone to kick for your life, I reckon there wouldn't be many better than Josh when he was on top of his game. And he joins us on the show to unpack West Coast's 108-point loss to Carlton at the weekend. If you want to ask Josh a question, now's your chance. The temperate bedshed text line is open 0487 736 736. Josh, welcome. Good morning, Duff. How are you? I'm all right, mate. Now, I'm told you had a training session up there at Northampton and you couldn't walk afterwards. So how are you? <laughs> uh, I've just recovered. I've finally got over the weekend. So, yeah, now I trained Wednesday night and I was, uh, I was nowhere on Thursday walking around. My wife was telling me, what the bloody hell are you doing? And um, I was in a grumpy mood for a couple of days, but um, I've all rested up now, so I'm actually all right. So this is put paid to any thoughts that you might strip for the uh, the <laughs> West Coast waffle team and run around like Will Schofield and Kane uh, Mitchell have? Yeah, well, it would be very interesting. I know Scotty said he couldn't walk for a few days, so I would have been loved to have been a flyer and, uh, on his, in his household, I suppose, after that game because I reckon I was feeling his pain after my hour training session. It was, um, yeah, I, I, I do it every time. I have a couple of weeks off where I don't go, and then I feel really good, and I think I'll get out there and have a crack. And the boys have just started round one this week, so uh, Northampton played. Um, and they've been doing a lot of match teams. So I join in and then I can't walk for two days and I've realised that's why I finished footy. So, um, but I'll probably do it in, in two weeks' time, mate. I, I don't learn. Yeah, that's right. Well, that, that's all of us, Josh. We're all slow learners. It's part of, <laughs> it's, it's part of the human condition, mate, I think. Um, Saturday yeah. night, not much good to come out of that. It was pretty bad. What, what, what was your take on it? Yeah, look, guys, obviously, yeah, it's... it's, it's been a tough year for West Coast, obviously, with their list, but, you know, we've seen over the, the first few rounds where being undermanned, um, but still putting up a, a bit of a fight, um, and not getting that consistency over four quarters, but seeing glimpses here and there, and obviously what they've been working on pre-season in, in terms of game style, being able to see that and uh, get pretty excited about it at times, even though um, I suppose they've been under the pump, but the resilience has been there, but yeah, on the weekend, it's... Um, it looked like the boys had, had hit that point where they were uh, pretty flat and, yeah, there wasn't much fight and there wasn't much hunt. And um, Carlton, yeah, really were ruthless with it and they put the foot down and uh, were able to show why they're a strong team, but um, but they didn't give any mercy to West Coast. Is there such a thing in a footy club as crisis fatigue where you're, you're under the pump for so long that eventually just the, the crack start have appeared? And is there a danger, that if there is such a thing, that that's what's starting to happen at West Coast? Um, I don't think it's starting to happen. I just think the situation and the reality is is that, you know, injuries have happened. Um, I think, you know, this week they've only got 26 to possibly pick from. Hopefully Dom comes back, which makes it 27, but your squad every week is 26. So, 
you're probably going to see um, a few guys maybe not play in the waffle game this week, um, and a couple get replaced and coming in. But um, but yeah, the, it, it comes down internally. Um, I swear, externally, everyone looks at it and, and goes, "What the hell's going on? What's wrong with this or this? Or we're seeing fractures here, we're seeing this." And but internally, you know, I've been in these situations before over time, where you know, from the footy department to the players, you know, they. They really make sure they're locking down and they're aware of what's going on and aware of the feelings and addressing those feelings um, because, like you said, if you're not uh, addressing it or you're not talking about it, um, some guys can bottle things up and it can get to that point you're talking about with that kind of fatigue crisis and it gets too overwhelming. But, um, you know, they're all putting their right foot forward. The guys that can train are on the track and the guys that aren't training um, who are injured are really working hard on, on, on being able to get back um, and be able to, I suppose, give something to the team and, and hopefully towards the back end we'll see a bit of a shift in that. But at the moment, it's, yeah, it's a bit of bunker down and, um, you know, make sure you get your training right. Training becomes really important. They don't have enough to be able to do any contest work or match play. Um, you know, which is the one thing that you consistently need to keep doing every week. And uh, when you, I suppose, most teams want to win that contested side of the footy and get it forward. If you can't really train it, it becomes quite difficult. So um, they're obviously in the trenches, but I'm sure they'll bunker down and 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 look back at this time over the next, you know, whether it's one year from now, six months, three years, and they'll they'll look at it and um, you know they'll look and know that they actually gained something from it, even though when you're in it, it looks um, looks pretty terrible. Was there a point in your career where you went through that and uh, are you able to look back on that and reflect on that now? Let's say uh, you were there in 2010, which was a pretty tough year and they yeah. won the wooden spoon. So um, yeah. what, what do you recall going back to that time? Yeah, it was it was, it was quite difficult because I suppose you, we came off 2009, um, had a bit of a, a you know an up and down year. We're just out of the finals, I think it was 13th, and um, finishing last or going through that point where you only get two or three wins. Um, you know, you never really thought about. But when you when you're in it, um, you know it's it's very quite difficult. You know, we did have a lot of injuries. There was a lot of younger younger players playing um, and trying to balance. I suppose uh, the mood of, of of the group in in one understanding and the reality of you know you're probably not going to be getting a game um, unless there are these injuries. So making the most of that opportunity and uh, some weeks you train and you you'd have a bit of fight and you come through and, and play and, and you'd see what you've been practicing come into fruition and and be able to do that and that those little games are something that. Um, you need to grasp on onto, but when you're in it at the time, it is it's terrible. Winning changes everything, no matter um, what sporting organisation you are, and when you do consistently lose over time, and we a little bit different. We had the back end of the year. I think we lost about four games by under a kick. So we're actually putting up a little bit of fight, and I think those little things kind of just keep trickling you through. And then you look at 2011, uh, you have a good pre-season, you come in and, and you start winning some games and all of a sudden you look back at those times and you, you've learned so much and you know that uh, you, you probably build a bit of resilience in those tough times. And I think that period helped in you know further years when things weren't going well, things were tough, form was out, injuries were happening. And you're able to look back at those times and go, look, I've been here before, done it. Um, you know, we'll get through this. It's just making the most of the opportunity, what you can do, um, what you can control, um, knowing that uh, you will be better coming out the end of it.
I wrote a piece for Code Sports last night and I just asked the question, if a team is this low for so long, does there have to be change? Are you confident that Trevor Nisbet is the right CEO, that Adam Simpson is the right coach, that they have the right people in place to get them through and out the other end of this? Because sometimes it's almost as if, regardless of whose fault it is, there needs to be a circuit breaker of some sort. What's your feeling as to how the club will, will stand by their men, if you like? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. When 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 things are down, um, you know, you, you start to look at uh, not just I suppose the games and the players. You look at everything. You start critiquing, you know, game style. You start critiquing how the I suppose clubs are run and and, and the people um, involved running them. But I've got full faith in in you know Trevor Nisbet and, and Adam Simpson to be able to pull these guys out. And we are talking some big injuries here. You know, on the weekend they had twelve of probably their starting twenty two play. Um, there's eleven odd that um, that probably aren't in the side and they're probably playing waffle. Um, so that brings some inconsistency in one experience, but then you know also game uh, game sense um, connectivity uh, on the field and being able to gel. So. Um, regardless of how good your game plan is, it, 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 it's very hard to execute when you're, you're sitting at this point. So, um, you know, most people external will always always push to, to I suppose, the coach because it always the buck stops with him. But a lot of those things are out of his control and what he's doing. Um, and it's about the boys making sure that they can stay on the park and train because if you, you don't have consistency in your training and, um, and I suppose that connectivity of, of the 22 that mostly play every week, um, it is very hard to execute it. So um, that would be all over it. They'd be planning ahead. They'd be making sure that, um, you know, the things are put in the right place um, to be able to accommodate, you know, this so it doesn't carry on too much longer but um, you know the likelihood of the injuries I think the, the minimum I don't know who's back first but it's probably two or three weeks so um, hopefully Dolly's back this week and yeah it's, it's just a matter of injuries I think Josh Kennedy thank you so much for joining us on the show mate uh, stay away from training and, uh, and, and be able to yep. walk properly that's my <laughs> advice to you thanks for joining us beautiful I'll take that <laughs> That's Josh Kennedy, of course, West Coast Eagles legend, AFL life member.